Hello and welcome to an all new episode of the Think on These Things podcast. I am your host, Kairu, and I am thrilled to be here for yet another episode. We are on day 23. Um, the first season is 40 episodes. So, for reference, we are officially more than halfway through this episode. Uh, this season of the entire series and we have 120 affirmations in the book that we're using as a guide for um, this series the book of positive affirmations if you're looking at the video version you can see that my book is worn and tattered yes worn and tattered it's actually really struggling to keep itself together i keep putting it in weird positions too i just noticed this morning that like the back cover is all bent out of shape. I mean, the front cover has been bent out of shape. Anyway, um, I am really looking forward to exploring another um, affirmation because this series for me has been bringing up a lot of really interesting stories, experiences, feelings, lessons, and I have learned so much Um more while doing this series as a result uh, of going through and and being in a position to share these stories with an audience. So um, I want to thank you for that because the show is for you so that you are sort of prompted to view the affirmations in a new light or understand maybe their utility and how they have practical usage um, potential in your life. I think a lot of times we hear affirmations and instead of affirmations, they're really just thoughts or sayings. And the, the point of this series is to position useful positive affirmations before an audience that is looking to lead a more in, intentional life. And that's why I, I sit down in front of this camera. I sit down with this, uh, phone, this phone to record the audio for these episodes and share these stories, these experiences, and these lessons that I have had in my life in step with these affirmations. Um, and sometimes I'm even sharing things that are really relevant or current that are, are happening now that I'm navigating um, and that I'm using these affirmations in a new way or a different way than maybe I had in a previous season of my life. So today I want to um, go ahead and dive right into the next affirmation. If you have the book with you, we're opening to the 23rd affirmation, okay, so that we're all on the same page. Uh, if you have the illustrated version, you don't have numbers. If you have the simplified version, you have uh, a page that says day 23, so open to that page kindly, and we're going to get right to it. If you don't have the book, that's okay. Just listen to the sound of my voice, and you can write it down if that's helpful for you. And um, remember that you can pause if you need to, if you need more space, if I don't pause long enough after I read the affirmation. All right, so the affirmation for today reads as follows. The love I have embraced today is strong enough to carry me through the toughest of times. The love I have embraced today is strong enough to carry me through the toughest 
of times. The love I have embraced today is strong enough to carry me through the toughest of times. Um, wow. I don't know. Okay. Um, maybe I should have read this before I started this episode. There's like, there are so many challenges that we go through in our lives. And I think sometimes we face things that we feel like we will never get over, we'll never get through. Um, we face things where we wonder to this day, why did I have to go through that? I think that's also a fair note for somebody who's listening that um, just because we are leaning into a life of confidence and clarity doesn't mean that we will we're not still going to face experiences that we don't understand that aren't entirely clear to us in the moment after the fact years after the fact even there are some situations that this affirmation brings to my mind and I'm if you're watching you can see I'm like trying to talk through this because I'm like Wow. Um, what this affirmation is bringing to the surface for me is just memories of, of things that have happened in my life that some of those things I still don't understand. And I don't know about you, but for me... I think especially since I have decided to pursue with like all my being confidence and clarity in life that especially because I've made that decision, I am most uneasy about circumstances that... cloud my sense of clarity or impede my ability to understand or clarify. So to make it a little more concrete, you know, some people that I've lost in my life, some um, who have passed away, and that's what I mean when I, when I say that I've lost them, um, some people who, you know, weren't there when I needed them, when I, you know, thought one thing about our relationship and I learned another. <laughs> um, I think sometimes we define certain situations or we define the purpose of certain situations in our lives to put a stamp on it and say, this is why that happened. 
when in reality, we really don't know. And I want to encourage someone today that it's okay to be honest when you don't know something. Um, Some people were raised to believe that it's not okay. Some people were genuinely taught as children that it is inexcusable to admit that you don't know something. If I'm a stranger, I might not be the person who frees you from this. Um, Unless you're just willing to trust me on this. I want to say from a place of experience and from the experience of unlearning that ideology, I want to encourage you that it is okay, in fact, to not know some things. And it is okay to admit that you don't know certain things. It's better, in fact, to admit when you don't know something than it is to lie um, and pretend that you do know, right? Um, I feel that the toughest of times for me are probably always times that, or situations that I cannot gain clarity in. Um, I gave an example of a situation that was, you know, not so clear earlier in this series where it was the first time that I had ever been laid off from a job and there was just so little clarity and so much confusion in that job before, you know, they surprised let me go. And then also in their decision to let me go, they decidedly withheld clarity from, um, you know, the, the head of HR who had to sit down and have the conversation, the offboarding discussion with me um, and other members of the team who were above me, who basically delivered the news to me that I was being let go. Um, I don't know that that's the toughest of times in terms of the tough things that I've faced in my life because I knew that I wasn't a match for that environment and I wasn't really supposed to be there. Um, but I can say that that's an example of a situation that I couldn't get certain clarity on or from, I should say. Um, I think I have to talk about the number one thing that's coming to my mind, though, that I lost someone monumental in my life. And it's been years um, since I lost this person who ultimately is like the most influential being to have ever entered my life. Um, He was a mentor. He was a friend. He was one of the first adults who ever really listened and inquired about who I am and how I'm feeling, how I'm doing and what I want in life and he encouraged 
he encouraged confidence in like a way that no one ever could. It wasn't a, a courage that, you know, a teacher at school could encourage me to um, embrace as successfully as he did. It wasn't um, someone from the church that I grew up in who was in a position that they could encourage that sort of confidence within me. It wasn't another family member. It was just the nature of our relationship and the example that I had seen him live out before my eyes resonated with me on a level that's beyond words, really. <clears throat> and when he passed away unexpectedly, my whole life changed. And I remember a distinct feeling of pain that I felt that night that I don't um, really want to talk about so much right now, to be completely honest. But I think that um, we all have moments like these that happen in our lives. And what I can say about that moment of unparalleled pain for me is that the love that we had shared during his time on earth, the honor, the respect that we had shared during the time that he was present in this human life, memories of that helped me navigate, even in grief, even in sorrow, even in just unspeakable pain. I think that sometimes we hear things um, that make us feel like, you know, it kind of feels like it's like diminishing our, our experience. Like someone said, oh, you know, you can like sing about it and you'll get through it. Someone said that to me like very shortly, like days after he had passed away. And I was like, um, <laughs> like, I just like, dude, get away from me. But I feel like sometimes we feel that way about, um, conversations like these, like affirmations like these, like the love I have embraced today is strong enough to carry me through the toughest of times. And I've talked about like building up positive experiences to help us um, when the waves of negativity come uh, on our shore, that the love that that I shared, this is my great uncle, by the way, um, the love that I shared with my uncle, the honor, the respect, as I mentioned before, like, I won't say that it superseded the, the sorrow and the grief because in that moment, nothing superseded that. Uh, I want to be really transparent. Like, even now, he died in 2015. <clears throat> and I, to this day, feel tremendous grief, sorrow, pain when I think about the magnitude of that loss in my life that I'll never be able to call this person on the phone, that I'll never be able to 
go and visit him at his house that he'll never be able to put out the book, his memoir, the, the books that he had in him to share with the world, right? That I'll never be able to send him a letter and he can read my handwritten note. That's that's probably the 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 least authentic to who I am today, by the way. That that because I, I don't I don't write handwritten notes. No matter how hard I try, and I do be trying. There's a few reasons behind why I don't do that. More on that probably will come later in this series. What I wanted to say though, um, is that The grief that happens is very real. The sorrow, the, the, the pain and suffering is very real. And it deserves to be acknowledged um, honestly, right? And even though we feel those experiences, we go through those challenging moments in our lives they do not have to become our whole lives there was uh at least two weeks where i became a couch potato i did nothing but eat candy ice cream and watch like adventure time that's what i was watching at the time because i was like that's the most I could do. I wanted to like do something to sort of lift my spirits if I possibly could. And um, those are the things I could think about. I had no energy to go outside and like run or go to work. Um, so I took the time that I needed to just make it through. And even the highest energy memories or the happiest memories that we had shared couldn't pull me off that couch. I just want to be really transparent because I know that a lot of people, we go through things that just take us to a place, take us to, I don't want to say a sunken place because I feel like that means it's something a little bit different, but for lack of better word, uh, take us to the sunken place. There are things that take us to that place where we just feel stuck and immobilize yet and still i think there's a conscious effort that we make to lean into love to lean into being open to feeling and processing those feelings that we have because i think this is another thing that we if we're not careful we mischaracterize love uh, and positivity as like things or character qualities that keep us from feeling uh, the fullness of grief or sadness. The fullness of grief and sadness is not death. It doesn't have to end with your your last breath, okay? The, the, the fullness of sadness or depression or hurt or grief or sorrow, they don't have to conquer you in in your entirety as a as a as a living breathing being 
they can be a part of your story. Just like the fullness of happiness. What does that do? Does that take you out? Does that take you to heaven? The fullness of happiness? No, you feel the fullness of joy. It's just another part of life. And I think that when we lean into love, when we lean into positivity even, which is clarity and confidence, when we lean into these things, it allows us to remain open to feeling and experiencing the fullness of life. And sometimes understanding all the more that, you know, sadness is another emotion in the tapestry of human life experiences. And if I am meant to live a full life, I am then meant to experience a full range of emotion. Every emotion that I'm capable of feeling, I, no, I'm not, I'm not sure that I'm going to experience every single one of those emotions, but I am certain that I will experience things that are more and less favorable as I journey through life. And because I'm leaning into love, I'm open to that. Okay. And because I'm leaning into love, I believe that I will make it through to the other side. As long as I am present and honest and willing to acknowledge, you know, what I'm going through and how I'm feeling, I knew that like I was not in a good enough place to go back out into the world. So I communicated, I made the proper communications and let people know, hey, like, no, it's a no for me, dog. I'm gonna go downstairs to the couch, lay down, eat candy and watch Adventure Time. And that's exactly what I did until I felt better. So I felt that I was strong enough to do something else with myself, okay? I think that sometimes we misconstrue this idea of love and we feel like, you know, self-love is getting up even when I don't feel like it. Sometimes it might be, but let's not mischaracterize the, the activity of self-love in our lives. Sometimes it is literally taking yourself to that couch and sitting down and watching cartoons or sitting down and reading a book or sitting down and just crying, okay? Whatever it is that is most authentic to you, that is the most healthy um, and honest iteration of life, living, feeling, being, I think that is the most important thing for you to acknowledge and be present with, um, especially in the toughest moments of your life. I think my decision to be a couch potato instead of going out into a world that I wasn't ready to be a part of carried me through the toughest of times. I think that ignoring certain phone calls to protect my peace of mind in dark days, not talking about that time anymore, I'm, ta I'm talking about several different seasons now, has carried me through the toughest of times. I think 
saying no to this person, even though they mean no harm, they're just not healthy for me. I think saying no to that person, and even if it meant being by myself, saying no to that person, because it was healthier for me, carried me through the toughest of times. These are practical situations that each of us have, currently do, and or will face in our lives. And love allows us to be open to acknowledging the reality of what we're experiencing, what we're living through, what we're feeling, and allows us to be more open and honest about that situation and about what is the most good, right, healthy thing for us in this moment. It might not feel amazing, right? It might not feel like I'm living my best life. But when you look back, when I look back on that season, I can tell you confidently that my best, my best line of action was to do exactly what I did. Because I knew what was available to me and what was going to help me Get through that moment, get through that season, get through that dark day, that darkness, because it was several days. And yes, I ate more than candy for anyone who is concerned. I did have, you know, yeah, I mean, I lived with my mom and she wasn't going to let me just eat sugar all day, every day. I had to eat real food. Um, so thank God for that. The point is the love I have embraced today is strong enough to carry me through the toughest of times. So wherever you are, I want to encourage you to embrace love. I want to encourage you to embrace authenticity, um, an authenticity that allows you to be honest about who you are, about where you are in your journey in life, about what you're experiencing, about how your experiences are making you feel, about how you've been responding to the way that you feel, uh, the way that your experiences have made you feel, right? About what you are, are doing right now uh, and how it is impacting your now and your next. I want you to, to embrace an openness and a willingness to be honest authentic with yourself today, right now, okay? And I want you to lean in to every opportunity to keep going, to keep moving forward. Sometimes we're gonna have to take a moment to just, you know, sit back and relax. Sit back, sit down, process. Sit down, talk it out. Sit down, cry it out. You might cry it out if you're standing. I don't know if you prefer to stand, sit, or lay down when you're crying, right? But the point is that the love that you embrace today, that's what you got to carry you through. I think that's all I have for today's episode. Um, 
I almost burst into tears earlier. Oh my God. That was really different. All right. Well, appreciate y'all. Um, what an amazing, amazing venture. I think this is um, a beautiful healing space. I hope that you have heard something today that you can take with you um, and use in your life going forward. Let me know. Uh, I think I think this week I've been not so good about um, reminding everyone that, you know, you can reach out if you have a question, if you have a comment. Um, mention me in a post on X at HighestKai, H-I-G-H-A-S-K-I. Uh, or if you need access to mental wellness resources, visit www.madeupmind.org. We have a wide range of resources on that website and we are constantly updating the site with new content so check that out and uh i will be back again tomorrow same place same time i hope that you have an amazing rest of your day love y'all peace